Have you ever wished that you had a direct line to your pediatrician to ask all the questions that constantly crop up while parenting? We sure have. That's why we launched the Bites of Health podcast. Every morning, we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. You can tune in while you're making your second cup of coffee or from the school drop-off line. So be sure to tune in to Bites of Health, streaming now. Hello and welcome to Emotional Badass, where Moxie meets Mindful. I'm Nikki Eisenhower, your host, life coach, and psychotherapist. And on today's episode, we are celebrating our one-year anniversary. And cue the happy tears. I think it would be a good time to share with our audience what our process was in conceptualizing the show. We've been on for an entire year. We haven't missed a week of putting out a show. I've got some statistics in front of me and I'll share with you from this year. But I want to introduce listeners to my partner, the producer of the show. His name is Chris Iacono. Chris, will you come talk with me? Gotcha. <laughs> See, I thought you were going to talk for most of the episode and then bring me on as a quick aside. I didn't realize I was going to jump on at minute two. I know. I did a quick sneaky sneak. The sneaky mm-hmm. sneak on me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did. I did. Hi, listeners. Thanks for a year of wonderment. I thought this would be a good time to tell them a little bit of how we met, how we came together, and give them sort of the quick version of how this show came to be. We can do that. Totally. That's, okay. Yeah. We met at an Irish pub. We met at an Irish pub. Well, we met online. We met online. And that's yeah. important because yes. coming up soon, I'm going to do an episode on online dating. Ah, yes. Mm-hmm. We did find each other all in the interwebs. And how to find an awesome person online. Yes. How yes. to find an awesome person online. Because we did. We found yeah. each other. Uh-huh. And, and most people are shocked to hear that because they see how, how well we get along and how in love we are. And they're like, what do you mean you met online? Mm-hmm. Well, there's a strategy. We're going to share it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, we chatted for a little bit online and I suggested that we meet at this Irish pub, which was uh, close to my apartment. I didn't, I didn't know if it should be fancy the first time or just kind of casual. I went with casual. Uh, and you got lost. You couldn't figure out where it was. I did, so. which is very true to my nature. Yep, yep. I got there early, and I spent 20 minutes switching seats because the, the seats I sat in didn't feel right. I've, I, I'm an, I guess I'm somewhat intuitive, too, and I was like, I can't sit here. This doesn't feel right. The lighting is off, and this is too close to this thing. And then I, like, the people at the bar must have been looking at me like, what is wrong with this guy? He's switched seats like <laughs> six times in the last 20 minutes. <laughs> um, yeah. And then I was late and lost. Yeah, and- which is okay. It's mm-hmm. all right. You texted me. You didn't just show up like... 20 minutes late being like hey you were like hey i can't find it and i was like oh no worries it's right it's right over here so do you hear that listeners we started with really good communication uh-huh yeah right <laughs> off the bat <laughs> well and so in that first meeting part of what i found out about you chris was that you were one of the original podcasters i was yeah i was an original i'm an op you are i'm an op i started a show before anybody knew what podcasting was, we were one of the first podcasts ever on iTunes back in, I think we put our first episodes up in 2007. So 
Yeah, we were briefly in the top 20 in comedy on iTunes. And if anyone out there was listening to podcasts back then, uh, you might have heard our show. We had some of the biggest names in comedy on. Like we had George Carlin on the show. We had Dave Chappelle on the show. We had Paul Giamatti on the show. We had every A, B, and C list. Kid Rock came on the show. And yeah, I was one of the original podcasts. So I started podcasting back in 2007 with uh, with a comical radio crew. It's still on iTunes, believe it or not. It was grandfathered in. I don't know how it's still there. We haven't paid for it, like our hosting in like 10 years. But iTunes was like, yeah, we'll just keep them up there. And I mean, the sound quality isn't great because it was just a bunch of people screaming in the microphone. But yeah, yeah, it's where I got my start. So into our first date where I'd already known for about a year before meeting you that I wanted to do a podcast. I had been trying to figure out how do I go from working one-on-one with people to getting these messages out there into the world. And so I had the idea of doing a podcast with little to no technical ability to do so because tech kind of fries my brain. So in that first date, that came up and I was like, "You're yeah, I want to do a podcast. He said, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so we kind of clicked and connected from there. So fast forward. Two years later? Well, we I, started- think, I think a year in, we started really sitting down pen to paper and conceptualizing the show. Yeah. And what we conceptualized was us being on the mic together and really doing this comic meets mental health show. I think the way I referred to it was a better looking love lines. <laughs> <laughs> we did. And the, yeah, tr- the truth yeah. is that when we sat down to, to do that show. Yeah. The whole back and forth. Oh, you be the therapist. I be the comedian and we'll create magic. Yes. Yeah. And it, it down in flames. <laughs> oh, down in flames, like mega flames. We kept sitting down to do this and I would wind up doing the frustrated cry and then Chris would not understand, right? Why? Oh yeah, I've got like I've got 30 minutes of just crying on the microphone <laughs> that first the first four episodes we tried to record. And then si- it was like silence and then crying. And I was like, "What's going on? This is not good radio." <laughs> yeah, like I think our I think our our ideas about what the show could be just didn't match up to what it was in reality because we have a lot of wonderful hilarious tender funny moments and i think the original idea was we were going to start a show and have those moments but those moments are organic and you can't just snap your fingers and go all right be wonderful now (laughs) (laughs) and i think it was the process of us realizing that and there's such a powerful lesson in allowing failure yeah because yeah. we failed and we came to we must have recorded what four or five times four, maybe six four or five episodes yeah and and then we started editing them and i, I went through them and i just I had this like sinking feeling i was like oh man this is this isn't working and i hated listening to them i was like these are awful <laughs> this is not what i want yeah and but it was also around that time that you started doing we set up the live stream for you and you started live streaming on youtube from just you from just nikki eisenhower llc or whatever it was yes and i was listening to a few of those and i just i realized i'm like you you had it by yourself and this was hard for me as as a com- comedian and a and a performer to kind of take a step back and remove myself from the performance and go, hey, we should do this, but 
let's just make it you. Let's just put you on the mic. And it was a little difficult for me, but I'm glad that and happy and thrilled that that's what we ended up landing on was allowing you to be magic on the mic and me sitting back. Well, and the listeners should know, I didn't just start doing those live streams and videos. That was me working with a coach who was really encouraging and pushing me to do that because I would get sweaty and nervous and felt like I babbled and didn't make any sense. And and so I really had to meet myself at that growth edge and push through that audio experience of seeing and hearing myself without that other person like I have in an individual session to bounce ideas off of to just it's such a weird thing for a therapist to allow all of the voice to be coming out of my face and not to hold space for someone else's process Mm -hmm. that that really wigged me out and freaked me out so that's that was our process y'all like and it was messy and it was confusing and I think we both felt intuitively pulled that there was something like something was going to come out Out of of it. it. Yeah. Yeah. And so we kept sticking with it. And so it really was your graciousness in saying, hey, I think you should do this, Nikki, and it should be you. And then me having to process. No, it can't just be just me. I remember the panic look on your face when (laughs) you realized that you were going to be on the microphone by yourself. And there was still a little, there was a little more crying. There was a little more, like there was a smidgen more. Yes. Yes. So that's the inception of the show. And we had talked about it for a while and I'm so glad that it landed like that because I'm a funny guy, but I'm, I don't help people the way you do. I help people differently. I help people through cracking a joke. You genuinely provide true help to people who need it and that value. And that's something that I don't bring to the table and I'm I'm grateful that you do. Thank you for supporting me. <laughs> There's some more crying. <laughs> I'm tearing up a little bit too. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> what you have taught me and why I want to talk more about dating on the show and helping people find their match. I, I love doing that work. I think of us a lot how Stephen King talks about his wife. And if any, if any of you have, have read Stephen King's book, I believe it's called On Writing, where he's he, it's not fiction, it's not scary, it's not horror. That's the one he wrote after he got hit by the car, right? Wasn't he? he I don't know when in his process he wrote that, but he had a car accident. I know he struggled with, I think, alcohol and cocaine addiction that he acknowledges. But he really talks about in that book on writing, how to be a writer, how prolific he can be, how he can produce And he really talks about his wife being his support and that he wouldn't be able to do any of his books without that support. And Oh, I'm your wife? Awesome. (laughs) Yay. I think we're each other's support. And I support some different projects that you have going on behind the scenes that have nothing to do with this show. Yeah. And you support me doing this. And through your efforts, like you've become your own healer because there's no way no way that I could pull off this show without your guidance, your support, your encouragement 
when I'm scared to really go deeply and put myself out there. You're the one that made us push the show forward because we had to move again and we had the yep. puppy and I was facing doing a live workshop and everything was kind of snowballing. And it you- almost didn't happen. It was so like we had talked about it and talked about it. And then we had a surprise move because our old um, our old apartment was getting sold out from under us. So we needed to leave. The guy gave us five weeks five notice. Five weeks notice. And we're like a week into like we're about to release the show. We have a full on studio set up downstairs. And now it was a combination of like new puppy packing and moving and launching a show and figuring out where to move and it was it was a nightmare for a while so this project was birthed out of pure chaos <laughs> it was <laughs> and determination yeah. and and support for each other um so i i want to one of my goals for this coming year is that you and i share more about our relationship because one of the most important things in my own personal development and having healthier relationships and partners has been in having some very special people in my life show me some of their healthy relationships. And I think our country has an epidemic of not having healthy relationships modeled. So even though that scares the hell out of me, I'm committed to doing more of that and helping other people figure out how we figured out how to find each other. Yeah, it was it was hard. It was hard. Uh, When people see us together and see us interact i see them like processing how it happened like looking at us like how are they interacting like that you know this combination of honesty and and love and genuine enjoyment of each other and And communication mm -hmm. and i think what we did was we dated to our love languages so we're going to talk more about that in a coming episode so Thank you for letting me pull you into the show and on the mic. You managed to not let me pull you in for a whole year because <laughs> I've tried before and he said, nope, this is your show. Mm-hmm. So thank you, Chris, for coming on. Thank you for being amazing and showing up every week to my little studio dungeon and <laughs> putting your love into the microphone and getting it out there into the world. So thank you and thank the listeners. And I will turn it back over to you, the host of the show. <laughs> and I'll go back over to the computer and watch the uh, the digital spiky things that I need to monitor while you talk. All right. While you do that, I want to share with our audience some statistics from having this emotional badass where Moxie meets Mindful podcast for a whole year. We have, as of the recording of this show, 384,040 downloads. We have 52 Patreon producers. We're going to give a special little gift. I'm going to give away a, a free session with me when we hit 100. We have 10 live stream hours of your Q&As, questions and answers that are sitting there for people to log on and listen to and grow with. We have 11 bonus episodes on our Patreon that have not gone out on the feed. On our live feed, we have 52 episodes. I I still can't believe it. We have 719 five-star reviews, and those reviews have helped us. We We are downloaded in almost every country in the world. There are a handful of countries I can see on the world map where we're not downloaded It just, it blows my heart wide open. We have been as high as number 29 in the self-help iTunes ratings, and we have stayed consistently in the top 50 for an entire year. Today, we're number 41. That's because of this audience being our marketing team, sharing the show with your support groups, your therapists, therapists sharing 
the show with your clients. We have had three interview guests, Deja Osborne, an artist. She's shared her self-care, self-love decks with us. Safa Arias, we've had her on as an intuitive nutritionist. And we've just most recently had on Lucy Witts, documentary filmmaker of Dragon's Lair. Listen to an upcoming episode where I give you an update on what happened with that case. The whole reason for Lucy creating that documentary, I tell, I will tell you what happened to the pedophile in that movie and whether or not he is in prison now. I have been interviewed on two other shows. I have been a guest on Tony Overbay's show, The Virtual Couch. He's doing some amazing work. I'm going to have him on soon. And most recently, in the last few weeks, I have been on Meathead Hippie with Emily Schramm. She is also a nutritionist. She owns a gym. So she's a, that's the meathead part of her hippie (laughs) where she works out. She also has a tea company and she calls herself a serial entrepreneur. And we had so much fun connecting and clicking and sharing together. But the most powerful thing that has come out of this show for me are the clients who have come to work with me on my boundaries course and individually. Now, for all the years that I have been a healer, some of the hardest moments that I see people sit with me is when they self-disclose abuse. And before doing this show, sometimes people would cry. Sometimes it would take four sessions with me before they could physically get the words out about their abuse. And since doing the show and hearing me just nonchalantly from a place of I'm healed, you can do this healing, naming my own difficulties in my own story, what has happened has been that more and more people can disclose and release the weight and the shame of their own abuse experiences because they have heard me name this on the show. So I have been delighted to have moments with you, my sweet, brave, strong, secret leader, highly sensitive, empathic clients who have shown up with courage and strength to find your own voices in your own worlds and have refused to bury the deepest, darkest secrets and shine light in the dark corners. You have validated my gut and my intuition that this has been my calling in the making for many, many years. I want to take a big moment to take one big, deep soul care breath together. Know that you are not alone on this journey. And each one of us, we are turning up the brightness in this world, aren't we? I will carry this year in my heart forever. I can't wait to see what we do as a tribe in year two. Thank you so much. If you'd like to come hang out at Patreon and see what we're doing there, it's patreon.com backslash emotional badass. If you want to be one of those people that helps get the show in front of more people and leave a five-star review and you haven't already, that's super appreciated. So many of you reached out to me after my Boundaries and Dysfunctional Relationships course started last year. I didn't have a lot of time to promote it. So this year, the 2019 Boundaries course, that's what I'm calling it this year. It's the same course with some little tweaks and differences. 
But I want to make sure that listeners, if you want that boundaries work with me, I've got a coupon code for you. And that course is now live. It does not start until October 2019, but it may fill up this year. So you can secure your price. And we've got a super early bird discount for you as a thank you for this past year. It's early bird 19, all caps, early bird 19 for the 2019 Guided Intuitive Soul Care Boundaries course. With that code, you will receive $150 off and get that at the $300 price of last year's course. You'll get that all the way through my birthday in July. So come secure that. If you don't have funds to pay for that in full, in every course that I offer, I am so proud of this because I've never seen anyone in healing or coaching offer a payment plan that was for anything less than $500 a month. And in this course, you can break it into three payments or you can even break it into six payments of $75. So having this audience helps me offer that so that you can plan for it, you can schedule it, you can do that work if you want to do that work with me. And I'm going to end this show at this one-year mark by naming five of our patrons. Y'all have been with me since the beginning. Terry, thank you so much. Lisa Tahir, her show is All Things Therapy. She's been my healer and mentor and spirit guide for many, many, many years. Sarah, I love you. Bill, sending you a hug. And Michelle, thank you so, so much, patrons, for supporting the show behind the scenes. Every single little bit helps. And we appreciate it. We know how hard you work for every single dollar. We appreciate it. Happy anniversary. I am emotional badass. You are emotional badass. Together, we are where Moxie meets mindful. Bye-bye. <laughs>